Yeah. Okay, does anyone have any exciting stories? Has anything fun happened in anybody's life recently? You know, is there any anecdotes? Is there any travel woes? Is is there anything enjoyable in anybody's life at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you phrase it like well, that, I feel really awkward saying no. But no, there's there's nothing nothing exciting going on these days. I nothing enjoyable or exciting in your life right now. Well, you know, the the family, I'm home. I got home last night, so I'm home for the first time in a month. So that's happy and exciting. Okay. That's all I got. I, I cooked an I cooked an omelet for the baby this morning and and hung out with the dogs. That's that's oh, yeah, okay. that's all I got. So you're an animal. You're you're feeding your you're feeding your child other creatures, Jason. Exactly. You are inhumane. Well obviously well no, you couldn't be inhumane. Yeah. Anyway, try to start some outrage. Yanko, are you feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling great. Um, this was the loudest clap I did in a long time. And the reason for that is I can finally put the mic on a stand because I got the screw. In oh, Canada. my God. Actually, so I can you should be clap. very excited. So it's like a, a new era. I don't have to hold the mic in my hand for two hours anymore. It's That's amazing. exciting. Your life is, is back. It, it, you found the... You've, you've been leveled out. There's a term I'm looking for right now, but uh, you found your balance. So you found some zen. Yeah, it's a massive quality of life improvement. Good for you. Well, we're taking a taking a lot of little victories. But so. I mean, for, you know, I guess the only one who could have something happen was me because you two were working. The yeah, how's we play? We, we went bowling and we played pool. Yeah, we did a lot of pool, a lot of bowling. Yeah. That that's about it. That's all you I got going sound on. So excited about that and everything. <laughs> you, you don't sound you don't sound jaded at all. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm jaded. I just was sick the entire time, so it was kind of, it kind of sucked a bit because I had no energy and I just was like a phlegmy ball the entire time, just looking at the world through as opposed to like rose tinted glasses. I want you to imagine like goggles that like have boogers like smeared all on the inside and you're kind of looking out and that's that's what it looks like oh, it smells bad smeared as well use like a bagel term schmeared. for cream cheese that's that's very visceral yeah. you know when you wake up every day and you're like doing the big snorts and you get the big like phlegm balls and you're having to spit it out into the sink or the toilet or something like that yeah it's just like green or yellow like the mucus is like and that was kind of my life for the better part of 10 days I, so I, I get that how, how you feeling great. now it's pretty miserable still. <laughs> okay, great. I get well, that, Chad, and that sucks, but what I don't understand is why did you, you know, you're feeling like that and everything. Why did, did you have to go and spit in SDY's mouth before their game? Oh, poor SDY, man. <laughs> poor SDY. He was the playing in a guy. mask. He was playing in a mask. He had chicken pox, right? I have no idea. That's like, I'm pretty sure he had chicken pox. That was the word around the street. That you get vaccinated from or no? No, you just well, you can now, I believe. Yeah, oh, I think there is one now. Now, Jason. Well, when I was a kid, it was just like you got chicken pox and then you got better and then you're good for life. You're you're set. You're done. Ah, like, okay. You, it's yeah. real, I get that. The itchy one. I, I know yeah. which one you mean. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I got that actually late. I got that like first year of high school or maybe like late, like when I was it's more dangerous. If you're yeah, that's 14, what I heard. Yeah. That's what I thought. I heard it was like really actually quite dangerous. The older you get it to be honest. How does it go in high school, Yanko? How do you do, like, do you still miss like a week of school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You miss everything and it's also more like, you know, you Contagious? get you get those fucking, however you call them, the things on your face and body. So if you, if you scratch it off, then you 
yeah, yeah it sticks car, around you know it, it leaves yeah. a scar uh, yeah yeah, so yeah. fuck that on a couple of ones but you know it's a little bit more heavy i guess because you you know what people do around here is you almost kind of you know if your friend's kid is having it you know a two-year-old or whatever you get you take your kid over to their place to, to get him sick on purpose right because it's the younger the the child is you know just get it over with as jason said and you're set for life so but it's not health advice, everybody. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mean, know if you guys realize hey. this. We are not doctors. We are not medically trained. <laughs> but in any way, but it's surprising that Estevai didn't have it yet. And also, it's yeah. Kind of well, I, I'm assuming it was. Well, how could they? How did they even let him play then? Like, what if? I don't know. That's crazy. That, that's why. Did you see the admins behind him had masks and gloves on as well, and he wasn't fist bumping his teammates and stuff? So I, I don't, oh, I don't bro, know. I didn't come ask on. any questions. <laughs> that's, that's why, that's why I'm not sure. Enough. I'm not actually sure if it was chickenpox. That was just like the rumor around the studio. This could be misinformation. It could be a lot of misinformation. It did look like chickenpox, but I, again, I don't know. It could have been anything. Maybe we could ask him. We could say, STY, what did you have? And he could go, that's a bit personal, guys. Why are you asking me those type of questions? Yeah. And that's probably what I would respond with. Yep. Now, uh, guys, I wanted to play something for you, and I need you to tell me if you can hear it so that it, it makes sure it's getting picked up. Because uh, I, was, I was playing Face It today with uh, with some of the boys and, and I told the guys, I was like, oh, look, I got another podcast to do at five. And then Harry essentially recorded uh, what I would call my intro to the podcast. I don't know if you guys wanted to hear it. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. interested in hearing it. Okay. Uh, let me see if hopefully this plays one second. Oh, the anticipation. Oh, hey guys. Um, chat on another podcast here. Not much has changed since my last podcast yesterday. I guess the only thing worth mentioning really is Big news, obviously, Sunday Young stepping away from Monty. Yeah, it's not that surprising because, you know, he was performing very well. He made a real name for himself and their team kind of looked a little bit dead in the water. Um, you know, kind of waning results. And I think, like, you know, putting a bit of a distance between himself and their team is probably a good thing for his career. But other than that, mate, nothing's really changed from yesterday when I was last on the potty. So, yeah, mate, that's really all i got to say on the matter. So that's that's what I was going to come here and say today. Um, I don't know how you guys feel feel about that messaging. I feel, he Any sounded thoughts? he sounded like Uber. Did he like go to like try and sound like <laughs> like Uber? Uber shouts. He's just spending a lot of time with Australians. He's around like me, Justin, and Aaron all the time. So he's getting a good opportunity to practice his accent every day. And he's really been trying to fine tune it. Now I don't know if I sound like that, and if I do, I apologize to everybody who's been listening to me for the better part of the last decade. I, I feel you've all had to struggle through something. So. Um, no, you, yeah, you that, that was like Harry's that. rendition. Okay, great. Well, Harry can play a multitude of different characters. He does a good trace on a Saranthus. If you hadn't uh, told me it's Harry, I wouldn't have guessed it. Really? I don't think so. Damn, you've got to come. Uh, you got to come hear some of Harry's accent sometime. Hmm. He's always playing around that kid. We tried to get him to do jingles for our show, and he never did the jingles. So, of course not. You know, I well, I didn't. I didn't pay him. You know, I I did pay. I'm not going to name anybody right now. Um, but I, I will just give you two an update. So I met I we had someone who did some graphics for us once upon a time, and um, I messaged him again to make some other ones. And I'm a pretty trustworthy guy, which I think actually just translates to I'm a fucking idiot um, in English. <laughs> but uh, I, I messaged him and asked if he wanted to make some more for us, and he said he could. And then I asked him how much, uh, and he said the same as last time. Um, and then he said he'd have the images for me. So I said, oh, cool, I'll shoot you like this week. And I said, oh, cool, I'll shoot the money like a day later. So I shot him the money a day later. And now we're 25 days since. 
and he hasn't replied to my last three messages. So I think I'm 250 schmackaroos down the gurgler, gentlemen. I, I, like I said, I'm not going to name or shame. I've given him I've, I've, I, my last message. I said, uh, hey, mate, uh, this is the last time I'm checking in on this. Uh, if not, I'd like to ask for my money back because the, the, the first time he said he wasn't feeling too well. But it's been, it's been 25 days. So I, I, I don't know. I feel. I mean, I feel we're on a bit of a ride right now. Knowing who it is, I feel like it's it's a trustworthy thing that's gonna that's gonna become. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, but I don't have a good explanation for any of this. I just I just feel like it's gonna it's gonna come. Maybe he's still sick. Twenty five. Twenty five days. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he's just maybe, maybe he's busy. He's got some other work too. You know, he he does. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But just a, just a message of hey guys, sorry, you know, it's all, it's all. so we'll wait and see well, what happens there. Sure, we, hopefully we can have some new graphics at some point. I don't know, Chad. Um, it's a shitty situation, but what I can say is this um, to this person: if 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 you're looking for more money, I can tell you 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 won't get it. Uh, Chad doesn't, <laughs> yeah, go, go Chad doesn't straight for the shakedown technique. Chad, Chad doesn't. Chad doesn't have it. I don't have it. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. <laughs> skills that I have acquired of a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. And if you give Chad his money back, that will be the end of it. Or just the, or gra- just the graphics, the graphics yeah. you know. Or just yeah. the graphics. One or the other, really. We like the graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I lost a forest today in a pug, and I'm really sad about it. I bet Harry's even sadder about it because Harry takes great he pride is. in the fact that he's that he banged out forest in Seattle. And it wasn't just forest; <laughs> it was Freiburg as well. Ooh. We played forest, you know, in the last couple of months on Face, and we had beaten him. And then today we were going in, and it just Aaron's been having PC issues. He just keeps crashing like all the time. Like I'm talking like five to ten times a game. Whoa. Uh, and it's really quite frustrating if I'm going to be honest. That's very so, frustrating. Um, yeah, we had some crash situations and we were only won two rounds on the T side of uh, on Anubis. Oh, no. And then we managed to bring it back to 13 to 11 because we have um, Justin Kyle Savage. I don't know if you guys know about him, but he's pretty good. Um, and so Free agent brought it now. all the way back. Free agent now. Uh, brought it all the way back to 13 to 11. And I think Harry was in like a one-on-one to, win- to take us to overtime or something. Like and- he choked. Yeah, but well, I guess it technically was a one on two, um, and yeah, like it's just a bit disappointing um, to to not win the game and to lose to some some Swedes because I just you know I, I don't think I'm going to be able to look at myself in the mirror. Tonight. Well, Freiburg's out there looking for another professional team. He's looking for someone who needs an experienced IGL or a coach. So so you, yeah. you're competing against people who are you know at the top of their game. Don't took one of the biggest scalps today and face it, so that's fair enough. Sure. I'm, I'm ranked uh, 716 in Europe right now. So I saw that. That's not bad. Yeah, kind of, kind of a big deal. Yeah, kind of a big deal climbing the ranks. Place, you know? Yeah, really aiming for top 500. Just uh, you know, see if I can get myself, uh, you know, some, some more more ranking points and live for the Elo. Right. So I'm not in a bad mood or anything. I'm actually in a great mood. <laughs> Everything's going really well, more or less. Okay. Uh-oh. But you mentioned Freiburg, right? Yeah. So Uh-oh. he tweeted out King of Banana. A lot of changes are happening now after the RMR. If your team is looking for an experienced IGL or coach, yep. hit me up. So what? Okay. You 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 want to do both? Like Well, I guess he's like taking which, he's taking either opportunity. Like whichever cup. Yeah, but you see like I I would never hire I would never get him as an IGL now anymore, right? You just want him as a coach? Now? No, because but maybe, I don't know, but the thing is when you write it like this, IGL or coach, it means like you know you feel you just not wanna, committed to either discipline. Yeah, you just want a job, like you know, if 
either you say either you just fucking face it bro and retire and say hey i'm hanging it up hanging the mouse um you know switching to coaching you know like it because this sounds like you know you're just thinking okay I, I i'm you know if you think i'm not good enough anymore to play i can coach your team but you know if you think i can play it's like as if coaching is just oh yeah like i i i'm not good enough to play anymore so i'll just go and be a coach like it's not that easy dude <laughs> you know maybe he's just seeing what options are out there i know you know and maybe I know he's just Fre- putting his feelings in the water I know about Freiber, you know like he's just like you know just like seeing what's gonna happen like exploring his options and all that stuff but I, I guess this is more like for other people out there i don't know it just this isn't giving me any confidence like that you're committed to being one or the other would you, you have know? rated him as an like, igl as a prospect before this tweet no, but to not, be picked up. No, but, not, but I, I wouldn't have rated snacks either. And he went to Gamer Legion, and you know they're the same. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the rest is history. There's yeah. no difference whatsoever to that team in the last like nine months. Ex- except now they failed to make the major. That's a big one for them. But yeah, I don't know. Just like when I saw that tweet, it's like, man, either you're like still going hard on wanting to play, and you want to IGL a team, right? Like you made that switch, which is a good one. And okay, you know, grind it out. But with all the streaming and everything else, I don't know. It doesn't feel like that. It just feels like, hey, still trying to make a living out of this esports thing, which is great. Fucking full support for that. But then then pick something. Either you want to be a, a player still, and okay, you're streaming on the side. Or you want to be a full-time streamer, for example, like all of his or like Get Right is, whatever. Or you actually want to move into coaching and, and, and work with teams still, but... You know, you can't be doing all three at the same time. Like that's right. kind of right. Yeah, I guess the streaming thing, it, like, and playing a lot, that's kind of okay as long as you're when you're playing, you're actually actively still playing to, yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah. Right, you're not just there to be like an entertainer. Uh, and I, I also guess it depends because there's some stuff that these guys are doing now with all the open qualifiers that we're having, and there's a bit more co-streaming and around the majors. The IPs are available, so if you're watching the games a lot and you're actually paying attention. You can pick up on what's going on with the meta and stuff. So the, I guess there's ways that you can do, but I see what you're saying, right? Like if if a top tier team wanted to pick somebody up to be either the figurehead in the coaching or the in-game leader role, you would want to know if that person is fully committed to exactly that role. But th- that's the thing. Like I'm not looking into it that deep. I'm just kind of going, oh yeah, Freiburg just wants to see what's out there. Because it, I think it's, I think for a team to 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 pick Freiburg up as an in-game leader, I'm just I'm just going to bring it up right now and have a look and see if there's any teams which it would even make sense for him to go to within the top 30, right? I I think that he would struggle to find a team within the top 30 of someone to give him a bit of an opportunity unless one of these orgs, Fnatic or NIP, wanted to go back to full Swedish fucking Swedish. So yeah, I I I get your point, Yanko, for sure, right? Like I'm not going out there and saying you know I I, I build houses and I also I also f- install toilets because you know well i want someone who's, who's a professional one of the two disciplines right but I, I guess there's a bit more of an overlap with this i've just compared two <laughs> trades being a brick i don't know i think it's i think it's spot on i think it's you you would think that there's more overlay but both that. in the building industry yeah i don't know i think i'm probably just reading too i don't know it was just maybe something that it's i don't know if the correct term is pet peeve of mine or it maybe just triggered me a little bit maybe you call it an ick the kids are calling them icks. yeah i think it was that Freiburg is a it's great guy, so I don't know why I'm like actually <laughs> taking shots at him. I'm kind of <laughs> regretting it right now, but 
<laughs> no, I see, you have it's you draw good. very you draw a very hard line on like the competitive angle. Like, you always have, and it's like you know if you're if if you're going to be like competitive at the top level, it's it is like very much like dedicate yourself to one craft or the other. But you know, I, I think it's a I think it's a fair observation. I don't think Freiburg would would think of it that way, but I think it's a very fair observation from the outside. Why don't you call him out for a fight right now, Yanka? One v one. We'll do we'll do. Now fucking boxing. fly we'll out do... to Sweden for that fucker. I don't care. There we go. See now, get now some, we're excited. Get some now fucking sponsors going. on this. Yes. No, but uh, yeah. Talking. Well, I saw that. Uh, who was it? I think Wally tweeted out like, "Oh yeah, I, Wally, where the I, ice? I'd like to see him uh, in game lead NIP." It's like, Fuck's sake, bro. Why don't you come back and lead NIP at that point? <laughs> like, well, Wally could be... come and coach. Could he? Maybe I don't know, but it would be like, but the, it, it'd be. I'd it'd give be him fun. like the academy team first. You know, just to sort of see how yeah, it does okay. and what they're shot. Both of them. Let Freiburg IGL oh. it and let Volley coach it, and then see what okay. you can do. I mean, I can understand. I mean, for NIP, it is weird because it's like I don't, I don't mind them picking up Alex. I think it was a decent choice in a sense. Like you want to take a gamble on someone. Like I think that's a good gamble to take because you know. Uh, Movistar tended to always do more with less. Um, they played some good they, team CS they, as well. They, I think. Yes, they played some good team CS as well. So you know, but then you're really stuck with going international, right? It doesn't make sense to do another. You know, I, I even even the ends thing did, doesn't really make sense, but it worked out in a weird way for them. It, it's been working out so far, but you know, now that he's there, of course, Rez is still there forever i guess because <laughs> he has some fucking dirt on, on nip dude that he's like in three more years it'll be a decade oh yeah that's wild i mean i got so when much think about it this, is the, this is the crazy. thing man i'm at home i'm chilling i'm not even working the rmrs right i'm watching some of the games nip is still sucking ass right like but then they make the tweet about the changes and they keep present. I'm like, fuck's sake. Like, what is it going to take for this guy to just not be on the team? Like, at some point, it's also, you know, there's there was, I don't know how many different iterations of the NIP roster since Rez joined. Probably 20 or 20 plus. It's been a lot. That has been and a lot. And he wasn't remarkable in pretty much any of them, you know? Like, he was better in, on some, worse on others role changes and whatnot but my and then you know i'm just saying i'm just tweeting i'm just commenting on that right and they have like fucking people attacking me like oh but why don't you give in some options like who would you bring then it's like bro i'm not the fucking you know like it's not my job to do that or do i want to fucking think about and do research now to tell you like who they need to bring who should bring like, oh, oh. It's also too early, though, don't you think? You know, like, what's it's like, the point just of doing fuck it off, now when the majors... Then the problem is, the, it's like, oh, yeah, but you didn't say anything. It's like, if you can't understand that if this guy was any good by now, he would have had great performances even on bad rosters. And then people come out and tell me, oh, but he has 110 rating or 110 impact or whatever it is in the shit 10 IP roster. I'm like, really, like... It's no, there's no point in replying to people like that who think like they're making an argument. They don't even know how much they don't know, right? Like, so for me, it's, I think I, who was it? Then Bobsky like replied with some whatever stats, screenshot of stats or something like that. And 
was saying like, oh yeah, whatever. Uh, in the last three months or in CS2, he's playing like this or playing like that. I just asked him, you think he can be a star rifler on a team that contends for championships? And then he just evaded the question and replied something like, oh yeah, but uh, the, which players are available right now? It's like, that's besides the point for me. If NAP goes out and says, we want to win a major a year from now, you know, or we want to contend for titles in six months or whatever. Okay, so you have the in-game leader, which you've settled on. You need to find the opera and you need to also have that sort of star rifle who's going to play all those roles. So all the people are tweeting out saying oh yeah but Rez was playing out of position he's in an anchor okay so he needs to get the rotator and the star roles right and you're telling me you think Rez in those roles can be like a top five player in those roles on any team that's that's all there is to it for me I don't care who can who they can get or cannot get like if you if, if you're stating that's your aim supposedly you have a budget to bring players in there's going there's going to be even fucking SDY now is better than him there you wait, go. Wait, before I, I just, before we deep dive down this, can I get I, I fucked up. Yeah. Can I get a one, two, three clap really quick? All right. Oh no. It's okay. fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, one, two, three, two, clap. Three, clap. What'd you do, Jason? I accidentally hit the space bar and it paused the recording. So like I've been How long ago? Uh four minutes, which is why I've been, you know, a little quiet, because I've been waiting for an opening to get that second clap in there. Okay. Um, so that's just going to be fucked when you have to edit the audio together. Yeah, I've really it's fucked myself. It's just extra work though. for Jason, so no one cares. Yeah, it's all okay. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. I, I, with what you're saying, Yanko, the the bigger picture for me, and I feel this way about a lot of like teams who might be looking at rush changes at the moment, is 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 what's what's the rush of like making definitive choices now when the fallout of the major is going to determine a lot of what you can do. And if you tie yourself to any horses at the moment, even if you think it's a good horse, it's going to limit your opportunities when when the fallout happens. And we're already seeing some of the fallout of the RMRs, right? The SDY situation is one of them. Um, NIP, as we've just discussed, I, like uh, BetBoom no longer having Innershine as the coach, right? Like there's a lot of these little... Um, movements that are happening because teams didn't reach their goals with the RMR. But a lot of teams aren't going to reach their goals with the major. And we have a longer lead time into... And I understand when I'm saying this that teams need to field rosters for other events that they're signed up to. But wouldn't this be the perfect opportunity for when you are NIP and you have the young Ninyas to like just be like, all right, boys, well, you know, and, and if you want to, just go throw Rez over there and get him to... him to fuck. Well, they're not even full Swedish anymore. They've got an Israeli... And a, and a South African playing in the team. So I, I take it all back. I guess you can't just... I guess you could throw them in. That's fine. They don't have to be full Swedish. It doesn't really matter. They're, just send them in. Let them play. Like it's. Well, I just don't understand the rush. What's the rush? You, you have a shit team now. You're not going to have a better team if you, if you rush things. The, all the good players are on good rosters or decent rosters. Well, it depends on the approach they want to take, right? Like I, I remember I talked to them in Katowice about this and, and they brought up this whole like uh, before they did like the whole 2025 announcement thing and it's just like you guys just need to figure out which way you want to go with it. Like either you spend the year building up young talent from like the academy squad and trying to find a diamond in the rough or if you have the money and you have the funds and you have the will to do it, you go out and start making a splash and you have to actually bring in some high profile people that you that you can like that you know are going to perform well. Um, but I mean, it, it just depends on the strategy that Nip wants to take. And that, that's kind of the scary thing. Like if you splash for cash, we've seen a lot of these teams that bring in the big name players that aren't exactly, that, that, that don't meet the expectations that you'd expect for the names that they bring in, you know? Yeah. I would just prefer if they would 
go back to the roots, like one of them, either NIP or Fnatic, and just try and build that Swedish Counter-Strike back up again. And you might tank for a couple years, right? But then when you actually do break through and you act, you get your fan base back and you've done something with your countrymen and, you know, it doesn't, it's just this. Yeah, but who's not, the most valuable Swedish player right now? It'd be Brolin, right? Nork. Nork? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could get Nork. You're not getting Brolin back. <laughs> he's happy in Mouse, yeah, and he's been through Fnatic well, and he's have, been through Nip. They technically still have Brolin, so he's on loan. Ooh, I wonder what that contract looks like. I suppose they've uh, agreed on a buyout before he goes, right? Because I, I, I'm assuming right now, I'm probably completely off, and if anyone of any merit is listening to this podcast anytime, you can tell me why I'm wrong. But I would make an assumption that when you do these type of loans, that something is agreed upon before that player gets loaned in case they play like absolutely out of their skin. So NIP or whoever the org is can't just put like fucking $4 million on their head or something like that right. and bend you over a barrel, right? So there's a reasonable amount of money that's agreed upon beforehand. And if they do end up wanting to buy him, then they can just go to that that amount of money that was predetermined. That's a broad assumption. No, it's um, you're but- pretty, pretty spot on, especially for players that are not like a, just a temporary loan you know that's obvious like you just want to loan out the player for something and well, right like in a, in the case for Brolin specifically i would be very surprised if there weren't a set buyout price um at any point of the loan or maybe once the loan ends that they could buy him uh well out. also if if you're Brolin and you're on the number four team in the world that just qualified for the major and you go to the major and make the playoffs and the nip says, actually, we're going to exercise this loan option and bring you right back to like rebuild NIP. Like you're not going to get the same fucking Brolin, right? Like he'd be, you'd be pissed if you were Brolin. You'd be oh, like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing himself. here? Yeah. You, you wouldn't even play well. Like you just be like, fuck this Wait. shit. <laughs> I am not. I'm life is going great. Right. But here we go. But <laughs> once we're again, not, we're, we're not, we're not like done with this whole NIP fucking thing. So, (laughs) first, like, I can't wait till we get to this whole rest thing. It doesn't really matter all that much in the end. They might have just, like, what's the point of cutting him if we don't even have a team anymore? Let's just keep him on the roster, you know, while we get some other players and see how things go. He might not even be in their plans for this next, like, roster that they have, you know? But it's like, I don't even care about that. Another thing is, though, because we mentioned Brolan, because NIP now are trying to figure out how to get the fucking smell of shit off of them, you know? After the whole Jonas Gunderson debacle and everything that he's done to the to the roster over the last couple of years, right? So this is something that I guess it's not too uncommon in esports where, you know, people are all about... Now they think the, the way to go is all about transparency and just, like, talking to the fans as much as possible and creating you know, content where they explain their process and all of that stuff, which I, to be honest, like, disagree with. And, like, I don't think anyone gives a fuck what you're doing, like, behind the scenes in NIP. The only thing that people care about is, like, are you going to feel a competitive roster, right? Are you going to get some fucking results? That's all, that's all, at the end of the day, that's all people care about, right? Like, if you start, if you put together a good team and start having some good results and you play good CS... That's what you're going to hear being talked about about your team, right? Like we are not. I'm not going to go there and, and do an NIP game where we're playing great CS and you know they beat someone and say, "Ah, oh, it's fucking NIP. They just, oh, it's a, just a fucking fluke, isn't it? Like they just ruined this other. T-. You know, like no. Like I'll say, hey, 
This team is actually, you know, putting it together. They have good pieces. They're playing good CS. Maybe there's something there. Let's see a couple more games, how they do, right? Like, that's all there is to it. Because what happens when you go full transparent, you do all this shit, right? Like, you have things, like, where they're discussing whether they should keep Brolan or Config. How is that even a discussion? Why would you? I don't even care about roles, man. I don't care. I just don't care. There's no way you can value config more than Brolin as a player. Like, I wonder if financially that were that was like an incentive or not an incentive, but they were leaning that way one way or more so because of I don't know. Maybe they bought config more recently, right? I think I don't think so. I, I think more so. What could be the thing is that just like Brolan was perhaps super jaded with that team and the organization, he was just like, he just wanted to leave. Like that, yeah, that would out. be that would be the one thing because you can't tell me that you think Config has a higher ceiling than Brolan. I mean, even right now, Brolan is a better player. Config is still one of the most overrated players in Counter Strike. Somehow, I don't know how. Um, so it, then you hear stuff like that. You're like, man, like how, how am I supposed to have faith in these people? Like they're building this roster now, you know? Like maybe that's some what some fan thinks or whoever. I don't really care all that much, but and you can see them like it's like posts on Reddit or whatever and all these statements and stuff. It's like, come on, man. It's just like, just fucking, you're either going to do your job well or you won't. And the team is either going to, either you'll build a good team or you're going to build a bad team. And I guess in esports, well, you can build seven bad teams before you get fired, but maybe that tolerance is going down. I think, I think there's, I think there's like two different, two different topics there though. Cause I think, while I would agree with you about the transparency angle as it comes to building a team, I think there's also an element where NIP management is trying to like rebuild the image of the organization because I think they've realized there's like some legitimate damage done to the public perception of the organization. So they're trying to rebuild the team to be competitive and they're trying to rebuild the org to have, you know, a positive, you know, public image to the to the scene, I, to the community. I understand that. But I think that the problem is if you're professional organization and you want to compete in counter-strike shouldn't your modus operandi to is to be competitive in counter-strike yeah but then you then you have a situation and this isn't to change the subject but then you have a situation like astralis where even if your team is you know competitive people still won't root for the team just because they hate the organization you know, yeah, but, is, don't but, you think there's an element like that in in the in in esports right now? Is like some of these management orgs, isn't going to win over fans. No, but I think they're. I think in their minds, I think it's more of if we. I think we can we can get more fans if we repair the image on top of building a competitive team. I think the only way to repair the image is the it's same just to win. thing with like all exactly. But yeah. that's and that's I guess what the the sentiment of Yanko was saying. He said you're either going to do your job well or you're not, right? And that was going to be yeah. reflected in the results and yeah. the way that the players talk about the org. Like it doesn't help when the stuff happened with um, Kalk being gone and like multiple. There's players out there. Swedish players have been through the team. Are saying you know like a few years too late, and uh, you know they're all like having a bit of a laugh about it and whatnot. I think that is the most damaging it could be. Obviously, we can sit here and we can critique the team's not doing well and we can talk about some of the bad decisions, but when you have players actively on Twitter who are making snide remarks because they have been um, slighted by this man or the org or whatever over their time, uh, the team, that that speaks, that kind of just reinforces and then cements everything that's been said otherwise up until that point, you know? So 
the the thing is when the damage is done like this i don't you you you're not going to buy fans back like unless you bring forest to the team right and you got forest out there going guys nip's good again you know like we love nip right like 87 and 0 woo let's go nip i'm fucking forest man like you're probably not you you're probably not going to just buy fans back with anything unless you start winning trophies again or you go back to the roots and you build up Swedish Counter-Strike and then your because NIP's core fan base is Sweden right it always has been even since the start of CSGO they were the good guys and Fnatic were the bad guys which is why I can see Fnatic probably not wanting to go back to being Swedish they've never been the the favorite of Sweden even when they were the more dominant team it was still NIP yeah. um, so look I don't I don't have any issues with what they're trying you got to try you may as well give it a crack. I just don't think it's going to be very successful in terms of what they're hoping to to garner. Um, if the transparency, like, because Kassad's doing the whole transparency shit too, but look how far that's getting him. I just put a link in our Discord. Bleed playing against Mounds NXT in the Alyssa Invitational Spring 2024 contenders and uh, Bleed lost over three maps yeah. to an academy team. Um, you know, so it's it's just it's not it's not going to get any better out there for him it's just extreme mv2 right now for Kassad. like this is until after the major where i guess he's going to try and make some power plays and try and spend a lot of money and bring in some some new players i guess right now it's just getting the the brand out there in tournaments and seeing if any of these players have any growth yeah and at least so even he has toned it down a little bit i guess you know which is you have to after a while <laughs> no but exactly but i mean you know it's like there's no really surprises there with any of that it's like it was a big you know it was a hail mary really and it didn't work out so now you have to sort of start new you got some got to evaluate the players that you had right if who's worth keeping who isn't and you just go from there but remember how much like talk there was about and how much shit talking and all of that stuff like i don't think it's healthy for the players either like that much attention i mean we can go all the way back to eg you know, and all the negative attention that that roster got, not even due to the people who were directly involved, like with the, you know, like not the coach or the, okay, a little bit the coach, but not the players, you know, the, the players right. did really nothing wrong. It was like management who was doing all that bullshit and making it in almost, you know, making it way more difficult for them to play. So it's super simple, really. It's all about results. And I don't know, like, Chad, what you've been saying for the Swedish roster, I don't know how much fanatics still like, you know, are they still considered, because they're not a Swedish org, so I don't know if no, people still consider the them, it might not be worth it. you know, like, yes, they have some legacy with those teams, but it's been so far back that I actually don't think they should try and do it, and I don't think they also, no, they also don't, they also don't have the money, I mean, you can tell, what's this last roster, QB and Mattis, body afro yeah. creams i mean it's all it's very very you know low budget sort of a roster like they're and it's been for years now for fanatic you know like trying to do more with less and it's getting more and more difficult not even making the major this time around so which is a shame when one of the core individuals of your company khan it, literally his bread and butter the way he ever got into esports was counter-strike and being known as you know one of the the great in-game leaders from the 1.6 era right like and that that's like obviously he does more at, at fanatic now than just tend with counter-strike there's league of legend there's valorant and they're much more successful in those games than they are in cs but 
I think that kind of tells that Counter-Strike isn't a focus for them. And it just is a shame because they're the first team to win a CSGO major. They won three CSGO majors over the course of, of the 10 years. One of the first dynasties. Um, yeah, they're a, they're a legacy name alongside of NIP, alongside of Astralis. Those three names not going to be in attendance of the first CS2 major. It just, I think it's disheartening because I was good mates with like the Fnatic guys in the beginning, like Pronax, Devil Walker, JW Flusher. Like I got to hang out with them in the first couple of lands or whatever. We boot camped together in Sweden for a bit. We were at the MSI beat it tournament together. Uh, and I, I guess I have like positive memories of it because me and the Vox Eminor guys were in the front row cheering for them winning the first major while the rest of the auditorium was all going for NIP because they were the, the favorites, right? So I always looked at Fnatic with kinder eyes than everybody else. Same as the Flusher situation with him being accused of cheating, um, and uh, and and uh, yeah, just it's it's fucking it's fucking cook lead. Isn't, uh, look, there's another, and well, just quickly, sorry, uh, Twitter's popping off today with free agents. MBK has just put out like a like a little graphic, little image with some text all over. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically, uh, he wants to. He's he's renewed and big motivation to claw my way back to the biggest of stages. MBK's back. Freiburg's back. JKS is a free agent. SDY is looking for a new team. It's fucking all happening. It's popping off. Let's roll back the years. Get all the boomers together. I, I was going to say, well, we're on the subject of, of like Swedish but national just, team. Just before you go into it, Jason, just real quick, this MBK thing. In regards to the Freiburg thing, that's how you do it. Like if you still are committed to playing, right? And, you know, like that's the sort of a statement that you need to put out there, right? Go ahead, Jason. No, I was just going to say, isn't isn't it eyeballers? I guess is the, the the organization most in place to like try and build a Swedish roster. If we're talking like NIP and Fnatic, right? Yeah, but they're going to lack the resources, right? Like, why 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 not? Why do, why are we looking at a new entity? Like, because things it's not like things are good at NIP. This is my whole point: is like things are fucked. <laughs> so just do something that at least is going to make your fans happy. Use your money and your leverage and go around to all these orgs like Metasport, go around to Eyeballers, go around to this, go around to that and try and get either the best that you can or get the best for the next generation and like actually go all in because they should have a lot of resources available to them, right? Or they should have the most resources available to them out of anybody that is even remotely Swedish. And then if they don't want to be Swedish, okay, fine. Fine, keep trying to be just another average fucking international I mean, team like Fnatic, like OG. Like, There's so many of them and they're just all fucking out of touch, man. And they have been for the better part of three to four years. Look at OG. Well, I what think has they, OG ever done? I think they didn't. I mean, NIP would have sent the message, right? Like that they are going to stick international with Alex as the IGL. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't you don't keep Which him if you're planning on going sad, Swedish. Man. Yeah. So I think... I think yeah, I think that, they're down that path. NIP has also sold a big chunk of their stock or whatever to China, to a Chinese company, right? A while back, I think so. Yeah, so, something like that. I, so, I yeah. believe that's the case. So, you know, like, I don't, right? Like, sure, in Counter-Strike, they could still, there's still the Swedish legacy and it would perhaps make I sense for it, them despite Rainbow that. Six, they're Brazilian. Yeah. I so Valorant, I don't know what they are in Valorant. Maybe they're Brazilian as well. So, All right, how much yeah. value? How much value does NBK have? If we're gonna ping pong a little bit back and forth, what do you? What, what, um, if, if, we're, if he's he's put out this statement, you know, is he is he worth? Is it like a top twenty team? Should should you go for him? Like how where much? Where do we even start though, bro? Like who's who would pick him up? <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like, know, I'm like, not saying I, I don't. That's why like, I felt I was, has... I was surprised when they benched him in Maus because it seemed like he played okay. That was like right after Katowice, which they he played well, I think, individually. And it made sense for them to have a veteran player, like exactly like he wrote in that statement, you know, like a secondary caller, a guy who's going to help with his experience. So I think that's where he goes. Like, I'm not sure off the top of my head. Let me see, like, which sort of teams could it exactly... Be, let, let's say, for example, Apex, right? If they felt he was an upgrade over anyone, but probably... Oh, over Sense, for example. Okay, Apex is actually a decent shout for a team who could use a more seasoned in game. Either over Sense or for him to be there, like, instead of, I don't know, Stiko or Tsetsanito, like, you know, to be that secondary sort of a caller. And But, yeah, Monty, I don't know, like... It's it's a little bit tough, like maybe Gamer Legion, right? If they're looking to make some changes, who knows, right? Like some some team like that where they could use the experience. The question is like how, especially in CS2, you know, what's his individual level? But then again, C's just qualify sure. for a major, so yeah, yeah. I think like looking at bro, looking at the RMRs and some of the Counter Strike. There's a question in the Discord just the other day about like what is the worst CS we've watched. Like you take your, take your pick from the RMRs. <laughs> yeah, you remember like the more recent stuff, right? Because yeah. that just is 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 what's the the mental residue hanging around. Uh, but I don't know. Like there's been some bad games of Counter Strike over the years. There's no doubt about that. But there was some fucking abysmal Counter Strike at the RMRs. I can't believe some of the games we were watching. We spoke about this on last episode, Jason. You and yeah. I. Yeah. It it didn't actually get any better with Group B. Like maybe a little bit better overall, but not not noticeably. I just I just I like I had forgotten going into the RMRs since there's like so many teams competing that you do have to like drop down to like the tiers of Counter Strike that play a little bit sloppier and weaker Counter Strike. Like I, I just had forgotten how many teams would would be like that in the RMR, and when they faced off against each other, it was it was really painful. But I, I don't know. Like on some level, I guess you kind of have to expect it from like the tier two, low tier two, tier three teams that kind of come in that we don't see a whole lot. Like they're just not, they just don't get how those consistent pandas, reps. How do they beat Game Allegiant and Astralis, man? Like, like, like really? Thirty how? year old glowing. That's how. <laughs> Thirty year old talent. <laughs> it just it doesn't it doesn't compute man. well let's be let's be real cycle let's let's be real the fucking astralis game astralis played like like pussies all right so we're getting into this now astralis <clears throat> <laughs> okay yanko's fired up no, i no, want no. everyone to know yanko's everything's going good in his life he's happy he's, <laughs> he's in a good place up on the right side yeah, the yeah this is this is yanko at his best i'm going on to a sunny place in four days um <laughs> So Astralis was, when we were doing like episodes at the start of the year, I said, you know, Astralis and Spirit for me are two teams that could surprise early. And they both did. Just one surprise was kind of negative in terms of Astralis. Spirit, obviously, super positive. And I think it goes to show there's one word like that describes everything when it comes to Astralis, or at least the most. And I think it's leadership, right? Like on the server, but also off the server too i think you're spot on like they played like pussies most of the rmr a lot of the games even before that i think it's you know to be a little bit more politically correct about it i guess they played more not to lose than they played to win you could tell on the uh, body language you know everyone was 
super stressed all the time. And I think it was really telling. I, I posted it on, on my Instagram, the <clears throat> the HLTV story of them losing, like, and you see it, and they're not even, like, sort of surprised it happened. Like, obviously, you know, you're losing on the map, and then you lose the map, but not, not, not about that match. It's just, like, you know, it, it didn't seem like they were, they actually believed they could do it, you know, that they could grind through the last chance qualifier or, you know. I know what you mean. So they, there's no confidence there. And I think the the big problem with that is, you know, team building, not even Counter-Strike related, just outside of it. You know, you have four top 20 players, four of the arguably best Danish players on that roster uh, you had the whole stabby situation happen there's a lot of like baggage there that you need to sort of attack and and you know empty the backpack as they like to say and sort of be clear about goals and plans and you know create a healthy environment and a fun environment to play in i was shocked you know you remember six months ago around cologne um they show up with buzz and uh, castle and all of that and they've been together for a couple of months or whatever um and you know they're feeling great like they're looking like a team they're having fun and they're playing some good counter-strike and they're you know beat some good teams and they were yelling a lot yeah. they had high energy yeah, yeah they got yeah. into the playoffs right and there was none of that this time around zero like it was just pressure, pressure, stress. It's like, you know, that stuff is always going to be there. I mean, everyone's playing for something, right? Whether it's the first major in Denmark or the first major in France or whether it's just the fact that you fucking failed to qualify out of the RMR the last time around, not just for Australis, but, you know, if you go back to the G2 debacle for Rio and all that sort of a thing, like that stuff's always going to be around. You, that can't be your focus, Right, obviously, it's not something that you can pretend isn't there, Nafani. But you know, it it can't be something like you focus on so much. It's all about what about Zontix, Yanko? You play Nafani, I play Zontix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, you've activated my trap card. Yeah, I think uh, that was the problem for them. I can't believe that they brought in, they spent so much money on Stone and Yabin, they couldn't sort out their fucking coach. Like, I don't think Raga was their primary option at all if he was they would have gotten him before the major cycle started and he would have been their coach from the qualifiers right like so i don't know what was it whether it was exist and they couldn't get it done uh some people turned them down like Assad tweeted out like uh, uh to me when when i tweeted about it right but that was a massive problem because then you have some random guy who's like doing nothing that's there and it doesn't even matter it has to be someone who's going to you know in those key moments sort of especially most of that happens in practice you know making sure the environment is good within the team we're not focusing on oh we have to get to copenhagen like we're focusing on fucking playing good counter-strike and figuring this shit out with the switch up of the roles and making sure that the guys who are taking the different roles and who are having to adjust that they're still having fun sort of that that you're not like you're telling them that it's fine about their performance doesn't matter if they drop off it's going to take time to adjust hey we're all in this together like all that sort of a thing right to get that atmosphere that they had in the in some of the previous lineups right so i i think that was the main issue that then you know leaked into everything else 
Dude, I think I think they just got I think they got fucking their backs broken and the Katowice are playing, losing to Heroic and losing to Ents, like facing off against like the two demons <laughs> after like this after the Stown and Yavi situation and then getting bodied by Glaive. I think that had to be so mentally backbreaking for them. And then you have to play him again in the RMRs. And I don't know. The leadership angle is there. I think more than anything, just individually, I think most of the players played like shit. I'll be honest with you. Like, I mean, you talked about like the yeah, guy but- who's changing positions, like Stair played the best out of all of them. And he's the one that even Device came out with and said, like Stair had to sacrifice a bunch of his roles and spots on the maps and and stepped up. Dude, watching that Nine Pandas game, I was like, Device was missing the easiest shots of his career, like just holding angles. People would walk into the crosshair and he'd overcompensate and flick. He's tweeting out during the RMR, he's not having fun. That team felt like so mentally broken throughout the entire RMR campaign. Like, For me, though, it goes back to what Yanko's saying, leadership. Like, yeah. I think that plays into... I, Like, the you either needed to... Like, okay, so who insulate... Hero, it's not like Heroic weren't the enemies when Stown was there, right? He was part of Heroic when they were enemy public enemy number one and everybody hated them. What happened? Casper insulated all of them from that. Casper just would build this fucking brotherhood that we'd always talk about with Heroic... Right, and that was the whole thing with that team—that they would always be inward and they would fight outward, right, against everybody and everything. It's them against the world. That's the way I kind of looked at that team. Yep. And Casper built this this you, strong bond between all of them, and he had a unique set of people that he was able to do that with, who had bought in. Which is why the whole uh, Stown and Yabby situation of them, you know, jumping ship was such a surprise because we never would have expected that to happen because of the type of team that they were built up to be. Blamef's not Cadian. Blamef's not really a leader. Like Blame F shouldn't be the in-game leader of this team. I don't think he should be an in-game leader at all. I, I don't. Th- I don't think Blame F should be leading. I think that. I, I think that if they, if it was me and I was Astralis right now, I would go to Glaive and I'd offer him as much money as he wants to return. That's what I do. <laughs> I, that's all I do. And if you're not to an end, you're you're charging as much money as you fucking want for it now. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But that's what I would do. That's that's the best possible move that I could see for Astralis right now because I think Stair, Device, Stown, and Yabby, and I also think Blame F is a good player. I just don't think he should be a leader. I think he, he's actually wasting his ability by being a leader. Um, but I, I think that, you know, you bring Glaive in, you can reignite the flame. He's someone who wears his heart on his sleeve. He is he is a leader. He is a leader of men, Right. Is more than just being able to call strategy in the server. And some teams are able to fix that gap by having a coach who can become the people person, right? Some teams are able, like, who don't have the most strategic of in-game leaders do that with the coach. But Glaive can do it all, and he's proved his worth again right now with Ents. And you bring him into a team with, you know, look, obviously the, the form not there with these players that you're talking about, Jason. But I also think there's one big thing that I remember when I was playing CS and Yanko's bang on with the... They're playing not to lose. When you're going and playing not to lose, you're not really setting the tempo or the tone of the game. You're not like dictating where the fights are happening on the map. You're just going, all right, we're just going into our standard hold. You're just kind of going through the motions and the paces, yep. right? You're not doing anything that's creative. Like, and they're not going in with confidence. And if you don't believe in your teammate next to you, then you're not going to be willing to do, you know, make that play or swing wide for him. And it kind of, it's just this effect, this domino effect that it, it festers and it affects every little element of the entire game and vibe of the team. And there was no vibe. They were they were dead. They were just like going through the motions until they lost. Like that's that's what I saw. And and I, I think that the team needs a shake up. And also there's doubt, like what you were saying in all that process. You know, you're doubting yourself. You're doubt you are or I 
you know, you you feel like this is a good move, but you go, um, well, he, he, you know, I might be wrong. There might be a guy waiting there for me when you want to do an information push, let's say, and you know, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be the reason why we lose this round. You know, it's a reset round or whatever, and <clears throat> a lot of that thing happen nowadays. You know, the the teams are so good that if you end up playing like that and giving them space, and you know, like it's, um, they're going to know how to take advantage of that, or even sometimes, you know, it's you're doing things you're trying to be proactive but it's like feels sort of forced and then you're losing fights that you shouldn't but i don't think it really mattered like the play-in situation i mean obviously the, it sucks to not make the groups of katowice but if not if anything it gave them more time to practice and sort of so, sort their shit out but i think it was just like also man i mean you guys were talking about it as well on, on on twitter but it's the fact you fucking put stare out there for oh, the that was so gross. Interview. Like that was fuck so gross. off, blame F. Like even device. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. As, one of the two. One of the two. Like for fuck's sake, just like will you ever? You know, like that's what you're supposed to do. Obviously, you know, it it starts with the coach, but you you can't. You know, coaches can't do those. Um, and then it's and they were they were asked they were asked for device or blame F, and they said absolutely not. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just fucking disgraceful that, you know, um, Stair is the one who has to go out there. As you said, Jason, guy who played the best. He was the one who actually was Absolute, doing... Absolutely not, no way. Are you paraphrasing? Is that the, is that the actual sentiment? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's there, there's the exact words, but it was like, no, you're not. You're not getting those two. Like it was just like very clear. Like oh, those two are not mo. are not going to be doing the interview. And that tells you like how broken. Uh, that's not a team. Like if you're going to allow that the, to happen, the in-game leader to stare. Oh. That's not a team. That's five dudes. As I, I think I tweeted it out something like that's five dudes just trying to you know not fuck it up like just just trying to do their job right and it it doesn't Bro, work I, like that. Hip. I don't give a I don't give a fuck. People are gonna be like, sponge, fuck off. You haven't played Counter Strike in ten years. Fuck all y'all. I was an in-game leader. If I was in that situation, I'd be the first person to put my hand up and go to the fucking interview, no matter how emo I am. No, no, why why would I send any of my teammates out? I'm the leader of the team. It's my responsibility. At the yep. end of the day, no matter what happens, whatever call is made, whoever doesn't perform, doesn't do this, doesn't do that, whoever missed a fucking smoke, it's my responsibility. I am the leader of the team. I don't just call strategies. Like I, I am the leader of the team. What? How is that lost on anybody? Like that is a fucking joke, man. Like, I, I, I did, I didn't think. Like, I saw it and I went, "Well, that's that's bad form." But I didn't know who had re been requested. I didn't know any of those things. So, if the fact is that they were requ requested and they didn't go up, that is fucked, man. That that is that begs belief. Like, we know that Blame F doesn't do the skits, right? Like, we had the fucking, the, the, the one that came out recently, right? And they had Floppy do the whole CGI thing. They had to change that because Blame refused to do the fucking skit. Okay, fine. Like, he doesn't actually, he can't, he can't look at himself and go, yeah, I'm a beta. Maybe we'll make a joke about it. Like, we can't do that. That's fine. But to not even be able to fulfill your duty as the leader of the team, come on, bro. Yeah, That's it's, your job. It's bad. Fuck. And yeah, that, that, that's upset me and, now. When you put all of that, <laughs> when you put all of that together, all of a sudden, like it's still surprising. You know, you'd still expect them to make it, but it's not as shocking anymore. 
No, it's not as shocking. You know, no, it's not. It's I don't know. It's still pretty shocking to me, to be honest with you. Even with all that being said, it's still pretty fucking shocking to me that they didn't make it. Or you no, know, but what, how how could they have won if that's the situation? I don't know. There's still they like, still have very good players. Like we've seen plenty of teams dysfunctional without any real leadership, without a good environment, and have success. We've seen it over the years yeah, plenty it, of times. It's still it's still shocking to me that they went into the last chance qualifier and lost to nine pandas in the first game. Like if they make it all the way towards, that, yeah, that is crazy. If they make it all the way to the end, maybe they run into bad news Eagles who we've seen catch some hot streak, hot momentum in matches and cause some crazy upsets at majors over the years. That's maybe a little bit more understandable, but like showing up and, and just getting broken by nine pandas in the opening round of the last chance qualifier, that's still shocking to me, even, even with the questions of leadership, even with the questions of, of what the environment is within the team. Like that's still crazy. That's still crazy to me. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't understand how you lose to nine pandas. Yeah. I cast some of their games. I have no idea how it's fucking possible. I guess yeah. you're you're right, Jason, in that sense. But it's just so wild. You can tell, but I mean, you know, it's more about like they're they're lost in so many different departments. Like their map pool is yeah. non-existent. Like in a sense of what is their best think- map? What are they going to pick? The people can punish them easily on vertigo and so on like it's 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 crazy like how they're so poor on so many maps like i i look at it like this because remember they played such a sick game against spirit like or like in their second game of the rmr and they played so well and they were proactive and they were confident and they were making plays and they had a great game plan in it and they lost 13 to 11 and i i mean on, on one hand i'm like if they win that game i think it's a completely different trajectory and we see a very strong astral throughout the rest of the rmrs and they probably qualify in my mind and that's you know it's an if thing but also like how does we get that astralis and then an astralis that just looks like lost and defeated for essentially the rest of the rmr like even beating monty that was, just goes was a struggle to tell you it goes, it goes to give you an idea of what the talks for the team look like after or the meetings for the team look like after. And I, I think obviously not having a coach, right, hurts. They just had this Ronick guy with them, right, who's like the assistant coach or whatever. Um, either way, he's not like a, a figurehead. Like he's not someone who's going to lift the mood. He's just a guy. Like he's just there. Like he's not he's not a person that the team is going to look to and he's able to, to be able to fix the attitude of the team or pull them together. But the thing is they had... Um, didn't, they had the Casper guy there who was at Heroic, right? So he he felt like he was one of the key members uh, alongside of Heroic during when they were good. Like he was part of, uh, he he felt like he was someone looking after the mood of the team. Obviously, Casper played a really big role. Uh, Kadian played a really big role in that. But I, I felt that um, he was he was a contributing factor as well. So I don't know, but it's it's not right. That's all I'm saying. It's not right. No, we shouldn't anyway. stand for this as as proud Danes that the three of us are. <laughs> you know, this is heartbreaking news going into the first Danish Counter Strike major ever. How are we ever going to eat our fucking what, what Danish pastries? Yeah, Danish <sighs> pastries, nasty little Danish hot dogs. Pastries. Yeah, it's a massive yeah. Col- yeah. massive collapse from Australis. Obviously, you know Copenhagen major and whatnot. I actually like Messioso's take where he said, you know, actually it doesn't matter where the fuck the major is if you don't make the playoffs. <laughs> you're just playing from like true. your hotel and shit okay Rio was different but that was a one-off you know you're it's the same whether you're in Katowice Cologne Copenhagen Shanghai right like if the if it's just the hold up a second the comfort nowhere has nowhere has the red and yellow carpets like the Katowice <laughs> yeah. so right. it's a little bit like different, the Vienna easy but it's a little bit but um, <laughs> yeah I mean so you really have to make a super deep run for that to to matter in a sense in a like a more visible 
way but i don't yeah. know what they do you know like the thing is it's like do you make roster changes to astralis now like you said i don't just, even, I don't even know what the route for you is. just get you just get glaive for who though chad for blame blame we've had know. we've had this debate though i've I, chad and i talked about this i don't know if it was during the episode maybe we just talked about it over over bowling or some shit but i i, I don't know i don't even know because in my mind i think i'd replace down you think he's a choker uh yeah a little bit and like i don't know he just he didn't i i trust blame to have more impact and i know he's got the whole baiter thing around him but i think you bring an in-game leader in there glaives worked with him in well, the past stop baiting no i don't i don't i don't buy the whole baiting thing so much from blame F. i don't Come think on, i don't i don't think he's that much of a baiter i think there's Come probably on, there's probably an element of like the eco hunting a little bit going on i don't think i'd call it baiting i think he I has use stats to show the eco hunting stuff i i think i think more than anything i think blame F probably has some fucking trust issues in his teammate where he he feels like he has to i don't know <laughs> but this is what makes it so hard i don't i don't think there's necessarily like a, a strong indication of what the right way to go is like this is especially okay, considering especially Hold considering up. you just built like you just built what you would say what would look like you know five of like the top seven or eight players in Denmark at the moment. Okay, so this is I'm using Skybox Edge. I don't have all the parameters. These are screenshots I took the other day. So this is it's probably like last three months or whatever, right? So I used the one of the filters against full gun rounds. Yeah. So blame F against full gun rounds, uh, opening attempts, seventeen percent, which is the lowest on his team. Blame F opening kill percentage, like attempts against full ecos. I use the filter of full ecos, 34%, the highest on his team. Oh yeah, that's my that's my fucking man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I can yep. Yeah. You can't but I mean the numbers. Yeah, but I don't I don't I don't know what like long term what, what would actually be the best decision for him, you know? I don't From know. Astralis. Yeah, I think I think Blame F still. I mean, look, he's, he's still an impactful player, even in gun rounds. Maybe he doesn't take as many opening duels. He obviously gets really thirsty and aggressive when it's up against Ecos. There's probably a bunch of players around the scene that you could probably take equal stats from that probably have a similar drop in percentage or rise, rise in percentage against Ecos or not Ecos. But he's still a very good player. He's still a very smart player. He's still really good in the clutch. He still understands the game very well for gun rounds. Well, nothing's going to happen. The team's going to stay exactly as it is. So I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't, it's like, it's one of these things. We all know nothing's going to happen. Surely. Well, I guess the question is, is there, do they, do they feel, does Astralis feel like there's something critical within the team or are they just like, you know, let's get a coach in before we make that decision. But this is, this is what makes it so interesting to me is I don't actually see a great route forward for Astralis after a devastating loss. Like right, I, you're taking, okay, you're taking, it, you're taking a huge risk standing pat and saying Rugga is going to help solve some of these problems. Exactly. So what does Rugga solve? But you're also taking a huge risk if you they make a roster change right now. Who's an adult behind them? Okay, that's that's one thing that's good, I guess. So when did Rugga join OG? Let's find out. On the 29th of January 2020, he reunites with Valda. The team at the time was MBK, Alexi Valda, Issa, Mantu, and Rugga coaching. Did he replace anybody? I don't even know if he was he the first coach of the team. I think he was. He yeah. may have actually been. So the year now is 2024. That's been four years, right? It's been four years. Yeah. What has OG done in four years? Fuck. Put all. together a lot of mediocre lineups and done nothing really. At all. I'll tell you, of a I'll tell you of one thing. Tournaments during COVID. I'll tell you this though. I'll tell you this. To be fair to Raga, actually, to, um, I I I rescind my statement. OG Blame hasn't given him a lot to work with. 
Bl- yeah, that too. But blame F's time at Astralis. He went to one major. That was with Glaive as an in-game leader. At least throughout OG's time, they've been to two majors. They went to Paris and they went to IAM Rio. Where he couldn't yeah, attend, crazy. I don't think. I think he had the ban for the coach bug as well. For real. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly. Uh, all right. Well, cool. No, but I think uh, I, right, I, I, right. I get where you're coming from. And again, it's one of those situations where I like, I think we've talked a few times here and there. Like, he seems like a nice dude. Like, you know. Hiraga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. Guy. nice guy. Like, doesn't seem like he doesn't know CS either. Right? But it's like, what warranted like this opportunity, you know, in a way? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Right? But so it's one of two things. On one side is also the one of the things is in OG, there was never like the level of players um, like he has on Astralis now, but that's also he's never had to really work with players, well, maybe outside of MBK, who, you know, were big name players, right? Which is like a totally different dynamic than to working with, you know, kids who are just you're trying entering to build the up pro to their scene. potential. Yes, exactly. So, you know, like, and, and as we've seen, the biggest problem with this Astralis team is leadership, right? So, does he have those qualities to help them with that and to get them to actually be a team? And also, I mean, we're talking about the coach about this a lot. This is also a, a good amount of this responsibility goes on the, you know, performance coach. And they have that. They have the dude from Astralis. So I don't know where it got stuck. You know, why this process that usually they are very good at didn't pan out this time around. But I guess this is the opportunity of a lifetime for Raga because if he can make this roster work, he's also, you know, obviously Dan- Danish on a on a Danish team, right? On Astralis and all of that stuff. Like he could put himself and the team on the map, right? But it's going to be really tough. I don't you can't to, to me I don't see how you can replace Ton or Yabby after you paid like a gazillion dollars for them million, to come in. Yeah. Stare he's the only one doing his job and also i think he's finally showed why they kept him over buzz as well you know like the potential on this kid sure he stays device he obviously stays so then it's only like do you still keep blame as an in-game leader do do you think like bringing back glaive is actually like a better play you know maybe you don't even think glaive is the better player um but you think he is a slightly better leader and just the roster needs a shakeup after this big failure you know i don't know like those are some of the things that only the people on astralis can answer because they know the inner workings of the team and the dynamics and the different personalities and how they function with each other so i i don't know man probably wouldn't (laughs) change anything until <laughs> nothing's going to change anyway it's all going to stay the same and this is a frivolous conversation just like everything we do that's what we're supposed to do that's the whole point of this frivolous don't talk about, don't talking do about we talk about all this oh. stuff and nothing's ever going to change you know we say all these things and everything stays the same that's that is our life and this is our life for the rest of our life we're going to sit here and we're going to have the same conversations <laughs> about the same things over and over and over and over and over again until i'm old and i'm gray and i regret all the decisions of my life that's what's going to happen guys that's going to be that's going to be our legacy. I'd right? like everyone That's to know how this is going to go. Chad's also in a happy place. He's also doing. I uh, never said he's that. Doing- At <laughs> <laughs> oh, no point did I say I was in a good no mood. No point did I give that qualifier out to the world. I'm in a mood. I'm That's a, for sure. I'm in a place. Not a good one. 
All right. Fucking having a midlife crisis at the age of 34, Jason. You think, how you think I'm going, man? That's, Every day. Midlife, existential crisis. Time midlife crisis are fun, man. Yeah, that's a good time. I'm not having fun. I was talking to you about it in fucking Romania and you were like, yeah, but at least you get to play Counter-Strike every day with your mates. And I was like, well, yeah. So what, do I just do that forever? Do I just play Counter-Strike every day? We went bowling Justin and Aaron? We went bowling and had a beer in the middle of the day too at the RMR. So, I mean. I didn't have a beer. Well, Don't fucking lump me in with you fucking alcoholics. degenerates, mate. Yeah, that's fair. I haven't had any alcohol since a glass of champagne at the award show. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah. You could you could maybe use some. Just uh, yeah, I, I might be a <laughs> you need that <laughs> much. You need Chad. You need advice. You need advice. No, I recently ditched my my most recent vice, Yanka. We're trying to we're trying to fix my life. We're trying to get we're trying to get back. But I don't know. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just treading water, right? I'm just sitting there. I'm doing. I'm just. I'm just floating. I'm just bobbing around in the Indian Ocean. My head just bobbing up and down as I tread water. I'm doing survival stroke. And I'm just hanging out, waiting for the sharks to come and eat me. You guys <laughs> see uh, Liquid lost to Nouns last night in round one of the IEM I Dallas did. Close Qualifier, two to one. Yeah, it's great. Another it's I I, another tough loss. I don't have to reuse, like I can just retweet the thing I tweeted the other day, which is great. I could just, and probably when they lose tonight as well to Boss or to Nouns again, I can just retweet it again because it's just still recent content. So I'll just keep retweeting the same thing. Why do they boss. suck online? We're not, they're not going to lose to Boss. How do you know that? Have you I, been to the future? I'm pretty confident they won't lose to Boss. I was pretty confident that'd be a good team, Jason. But we've all been I am fooled. too. I I think there's yeah I know we have been all fooled. I think I think I think they'll. I'm I'm waiting to give like a final judgment on this until I see him at the RMR on land, um, which is giving a lot of credit over to the players, which I think for the most part for guys like Naftwis and Kadian, they kind of deserve that little bit benefit of the doubt. They, I think they've they've built that over their career. Um, but I I, I I tried to watch a little bit of it this morning while I was a little bit busy with everything, so I, I didn't get a close look. But it still looks like it still looks like Kadian. I think is is having to having to be really hands on, and I think that's really impacting his performance at the moment. Um, He's grabbing the bull by the horns. Yeah, I think they still haven't really found a way to get everyone on the same page, which is unfortunate. Um, but I, I I still have a little bit of faith, as I always do, that they'll be able to manage it. But again, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the RMR to make any any hard judgments on this team. Yeah, me too. It's just online CS, but it's yeah. still worrying signs. Very worrying signs. It's a team signs. that I thought would be like a top eight team at the major coming up, and now I'm just wondering if they'll even get there. Yeah. Well, of course they'll get there. Of course they'll get there. I mean, right, when, you, when you combine that to like uh, the loss to M80, like losing a map to party astronauts, it's like that. that is a little bit of an indictment of where the ceiling exactly is for the team. But um, again, online Counter-Strike, RMR is where it's at. They were probably like in Europe at some point during February, right? Like playing from Europe, I would imagine. They, uh, they did have one European boot camp. That's I don't know how long it was. It was it was before the blasts. Yeah, I mean, before I would be surprised. I mean, if they didn't come over for at least like you know ten days or something during February, I think that would have been a mistake because they missed. I think out they on did. Cattle. I think they did. Yeah, I would. They did. I, I, they did at I, least one trip. I'd hope so, but in yeah, but re regardless, like. Obviously, they have to come back to play these qualifiers. Uh, the Dallas qualifiers where they lost to Nouns. They but didn't qualify for Shanghai. Oh yeah, that's true. They lost to. Well, I mean, M80, that's right. That's but listen, that's the biggest I, indictment. I, yeah, I know, on. but I think it's also like it's a completely new roster with five like individual players being being you know 
brought together in a okay, you're kinder enough, we're on the roster. But um and you only had like those games on LAN at Blast where it looked okay and then you ended up losing to phase and G2 and, 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 and didn't yeah. make the the spring finals then and there. So you go back, you have to practice a little bit in NA and play some games from there online. I, I think they, they got the important shit done, right? Like they made the RMR. Obviously, that was the most important thing. And the one problem was the fact that they didn't qualify for Shanghai, that they lost to M80 there. But that best of one loss where they got like stomped by, by M80, I don't really care about that. Like I don't really care too much about this nouns game here. Like I haven't watched it at all, but I have seen the fail to defuse on Reddit, right? Which was at what? 11.10? Yeah. Or something which could have maybe um, turned the game around, like allowed Liquid to win it. Then they would have been 2-0 up, right? And sure, again, on Mirage, third map, they lose 13-3. Not a good sign. But I think for, for this Liquid lineup, I think it's... I don't think... It, I, I wouldn't sound the alarm bells just yet. You know, like for example, I mean, they could still qualify... For Dallas, um, you know they're not out of it's the tournament. Possible. They beat Wildcard, and they did drop a map to Wildcard too. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a rematch for them. Yeah, against... they win it. It should be. They beat yeah. Boss, and then they go back to the they go back to the grand final, and they win one series, and, and they're in. They make good on their promise. They have to play two best of threes in a row um, today, which does, might be a good. Does Greyhound thing. make it, guys? Does Greyhound do it? No. Ooh. They lo- they got, they got smashed, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mongols were I thought Mongols were in, in the boot camp and they were just playing nonstop, dude. Like practice and it. then they were playing in like you know, Mzinho and Senzu are top are, are three and four day, in right? FPL, like for yeah. February. And Jesus. they were here for twenty well, they were in Cato as well, so yeah. yeah but that's great. And, that's great that they that, and that's the thing. They're coming off of like hot form, whereas Greyhound have only played in Oz. And they, that's the first map they've lost since Dexter's joined, I think. But they oh, ground have only played in Australia, so it's a wake up yeah, call. And, and the Mongols were in Europe for like almost a month because they had Kato first, and they also the before is, that so, they played land in China, land in China. They played a bunch of online games, two qualifiers, and all that shit. So I know they have like a ton of officials already too. Yeah, they're grinding. But the, yeah. so the thing is, so Greyhound's in the lower bracket now, right? So they play tomorrow at midday. They'll uh, beat Twisted Minds or GG How. It's going to be they them should. and Tai Lu. Well, the problem is like, I don't think... They have to play two games on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't yeah. think like... Also fucking Lin, Lin Vision has been, you know... Yeah, they're solid too. Lin Vision's good, man. Yeah, yeah they're really solid. Starry... We love them the, from that pro yeah, league yeah. scene they had. That's, this is the thing. This is why I'm asking if they're going to make it because I think that I think Greyhound will get past Tyloo, right? Um, and they and they probably play Gigi Hao, I imagine. So that's the team with like Issa, Elian, uh, Davkost in there. So they probably play them, and they should beat them. Like if they don't beat them, we got yeah. fucking bigger problems. So then it'd be Greyhound versus Tyloo. They should beat Tyloo. Tyloo look kind of average at the yeah. moment. I don't know why where Mosey is gone. I don't know I, if someone from China could let us know what happened there. Mosey is out and Ormond's in. I think it's been that way for a little while. Um, then they beat Tai Lu, sure, but then they have to take on Mongols or Linvision. If it's Linvision, I reckon it's, I'm going to go 45-55 in favor of Linvision. But if it's Mongols, it's like fucking 75-25 in favor of Mongols. Yeah, I think Mongols so, is really good. How many teams go so, through Asia? Two? Two, two. Yeah. So they can make it, but they need to beat 
Tyler and Linvision. And Gigi Howe. The problem is I, I have no idea, like, how much better they are with Dexter now, you know? They should be absolutely better and, and some of the... the the stuff that we saw as problems. It's hard to be informed, man. That, that's, that's yes, the exactly. Like, when right? you're like, playing that's, that's, that's the big issue. So, in, I, that's why I, I don't have faith. I know it's all too well. Yeah, yeah. I, look, at the start of the year on HLTV, we did like these predictions of teams that like wouldn't make the major, for example. And I did two kind of like outsider type ones. I was, I was servicing not just Europe for that conversation. Um, and I said, NRG, who fucking fluked a spot of the RMR because fucking Rocket were cheating or some shit. And then- Cheating, so they're now cheating in two ways. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck me. So now they're going to, they get a shot, right? They get a crack at it. They have an opportunity to make it which in the top five, but NRG still look fucking average Apple, as fuck. Yeah. Maybe it clicks on land, but who knows? And the other one that I said was Greyhound that wouldn't make it. And the reason I said that is because the field is strong. Like Mongols, I think is without a doubt- the best team in the region. Like, without a yeah. doubt, it's not even a conversation. And then I think that Lin Vision pack a good punch. They play, like, an interesting style, and they have some really flary individuals who are great aimers and multi-killers. And at the end of the day there, like, sure, Dexter brings across his understanding of European meta from his time here and all of his learnings, but he's got to be able to teach that to the whole team, and then they're not informed. So I think my, my qualm for them is uh, pressure and maybe being too rigid. Right, that's what I. That's that's two of the things that I I think are going to cost Greyhound at the end of the day. Maybe they pull it together, and I don't want to feel like I'm just hating on it for no reason. Like I I obviously want Australian teams to do well, but I'm just trying to be realistic. Um, just trying to be realistic with how I'm looking at the field. Tyloo's not going to be an easy beat, right? Maybe they do walk all over them, but it's still a team who can put up resistance. It's not just a guaranteed win. So I think this is going to be tough for Greyhound, um, and then I don't know where they go from there. I, I don't know what they do. Like, I think Inns is a very good player. I think Vexite had or has potential, but hasn't lived up to it. And I, you can't keep saying that for too much longer. Um, and and then I, I don't know. I guess we're going to need to see more from Dexter in the server with the team. Because, um, yeah, it's, 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 if they, if they don't make the major, because now they're not uh, in an org anymore, right? Greyhound is the owner of Greyhound's, his last name is. Greyhound. That's his name is William Greyhound, right? It's 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 creative uh, man. Yeah, well, but that's the thing. Like, that's telling everybody this is an organization. This is well, maybe I guess he counts as an org, but it's more like a business that's more like Will a dude. has set yeah. up. Yeah, and he he goes around with the team. He's the manager of the team. He goes around with the team all over the world. Like he's there with them. He's having all these conversations. Um, and if they don't get the sticker money, it becomes much harder for him to be able to justify paying these guys' salaries, I imagine, right? I'm, talk I'm speaking a little yeah. bit out of pocket here. I don't know exactly um, the case, but I would imagine that the sticker money helps him fund paying for the players unless they get 100% of the sticker money, which would be insane. I don't think that's the case. So it could be a, a bit of a catastrophe for a, a wow, greyhound, dogs, catastrophe, cats, woof, woof. Didn't mean to do that one, did I? You like that? Yeah. No, no one's laughing. Great. It's as good as Jason's fucking whale joke. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, that whale joke, that whale joke always fucking lands when I remember how to do it. Um, it's, a, it's a great joke. We missed, uh, there's one big piece of news that we haven't touched on yet. Oh, no. Sasha Tufalos. <clears throat> Simple's back. Oh, yeah. Well, Simple's back. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like, because it's obviously only temporary, right? Yeah. What I'm known for a month essentially for the, the showdown, for the showdown. yeah, yeah, for the showdown. Yeah. 
Well, it's no surprise Boros being gone. I think a lot of people at home were like, but he's the highest rated fucking player for the team, man. Like, Boros has got some good stats, man. Like, of course he's not going anywhere, man. And then he got replaced immediately. Um, But, look, having Simple join the server again is exciting. But what it leads to, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of of negheads out there around it at the moment. Like, his his stats in in face it aren't very good. Obviously, it's different from Team Counter-Strike. Um, there's a whole input lag uh, meme that's going around at the moment with Simple thinking there's like, so he's, he's saying this something long. I don't know exactly. I'm probably Electro- wrong, Electronic so. input lag or something? Like there's not enough yeah, like, like juice that. going and to the PC? People are joking about like having him having irons plugged in and stuff. So I, I don't know. It's all, it's all pretty funny. But like Simple rifling, that's going to be the case on the Falcons roster because Sampias is still there. So it would be a great double op setup, right? That'd be cool to be able to see if you can ever get the finances for it in MR12. Um, but all in all, I don't, I'm like, okay, cool. The Simple will be back in the server, but that's that's where the conversation ends for me. Like, I don't know what this means for the long term of Simple. I've got no idea. I guess he's going to wait for Roster Mania as well. Like most most top players will until the major ends and see what's available. Sure, yeah. So this is him just getting in form, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I'm yeah. just ho- I'm just hoping that uh, his mental is sorted out. You know that he's ready to come back and play, not for Falcons for this loan, but come back and play. You know properly, because that was the issue, sort of, with him. That you know, so that's why we liked it when he said he was taking a break and everything. So that's what I want to see. But let's say that's the case. It might be really interesting. He comes in rifles and does it really well. I mean, it opens up so many opportunities. He could just fucking stay in Falcons. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't all. be the feels like it wouldn't be the craziest thing if he just if he did good and just stuck around there. Yeah, imagine that fucking Magisk, simple, Sampaio, snappy Madden. The fans are already livid. You guys are gonna make him even madder right now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, because most, you know most. Even with the the op change a little bit, whatever. Like how much the simple like it, it would make for one pretty sick double op setup <laughs> for sure yeah i think like the flexibility of having somebody like simple who doesn't need to do it all the time and can bring it out whenever he wants to i think that's one of the greatest things about being um an x-factor player like that you know and especially with the, with the pedigree behind it but that's that's the <sighs> thing like i'm curious to see what positions because there were positions that they didn't give bo ross that we would have we would have assumed if nico was there nico would have gotten them right like overpass ct side bathrooms well that's not where boros was playing that's where magic was, was anchoring b exactly right so does simple get all of these like high yield positions do they actually treat him like a star rifler as opposed to how they treated boros right like so uh, i'm curious to see what the complexion of the team is as well when we get to see that it's only online counter-strike and that showdown's going to be pretty brutal man single elimination best of threes Starts in nine days' time. I don't think... No, the bracket's not drawn yet, but the teams who are there, Spirit, Falcons, Cloud9, Monty without SDY. Okay, that's just taking a hit. Complexity, Heroic, uh, heroic Game Allegiant, Big. Wait, they've they've done one big one now, have they? Oh, okay, that's cool, as opposed to regional. Um, that means two teams make it. Ah... That's weird. Is that is that the case? Is that okay? The, is that what they've changed saying? that? So that means Liquid's yeah, going to okay. have to go. Liquid's going to have to travel to Europe for the uh, for the showdown. Yeah. So I mean, they'll probably be there anywhere, boot camping from... for the majors. So maybe it's not the worst thing in the world if they qualify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, if they qualify. So this is, Liquid's thing actually is kind of wild looking at this right now. So they're going to play 
they're going to play today to try and qualify for Dallas. And then in two days' time, they're going to fly to Monterey, Mexico. Mexico, yep. Then they're going to play there for – that goes up into the fourth. So the quickest they could get it done is within two days, right? Because they're the best of ones and then the best of three. So let's say they're there for three days. If they're there the whole time up until the very end, they're there for five days. Then they're going to fly to – what I would assume is Denmark, right, to be able to compete in the showdown from Blast's HQ. No, so I, then I, would, to... I would imagine they'd go to Liquid Facility in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just, of course, uh, it's in, online. In yeah, yeah, it's online. Yeah. Oh, you bang on. Okay, yeah, okay. So and then I think they're, they're, and then they're just there boot camping until the major. Okay, that kind of works out nicely for them in terms of the run of events. Well, the Mexico yeah, to fucking okay. the Mexico to Utrecht trip is going to fucking wreck them. They're going to have a real that first day of, of the showdown is going to be fucking rough. I would imagine. True. Yeah. yeah because that that's that's uh, yeah. Because it's nine that's a days long until that starts. Trip. Yep. Mexico to Amsterdam, twelve hours and twenty five minutes. Yeah. One stop. One stop. Stop somewhere. Poor guys. That's a bit. Rough. Well, I think yeah. I also heard from one of the teams that for the NARMR, the PGL is like not, it's only flying people like back to where your base is kind of, right? Like, so if it's... So I have to go back to the States and then go from there. Yeah, so they're not like, you you have to fly, you know, Brazilian teams have to go to Mexico and then fly back to Brazil and then from Brazil go to Europe. Like they can't go from... Mexico to Europe, like PGL is not like booking those flights like that. I wonder how it works with the showdown, and because like normally like TOs fly teams out to the events, but if it's online, I wonder if if Blast would pay. But that that puts a weird thing if there's that puts a weird strain on yeah yeah that puts a weird strain on American teams if any of them are ever in the showdown if they're doing one group like this. Exactly. So you feel like they'd have to pay. Yeah, you think so? Because then it wouldn't be an issue. One of these things. This, and we know what it's like from our end as well. It does get like a little bit murky that when you're going from event to event. I remember back in the day, there was this short period of time where TOs talked to each other and like shouldered half the cost of yeah. like a flight to and from a place, but that doesn't happen anymore. Like now I, I personally just go out of my way to make it as easy as possible for whatever TO. Like for example, um, from I, I had, uh, I think I had ESL fly me from Caddo to Bucharest and then I had PGL <clears throat> fly me from Bucharest to home. Yeah, I had I had so, ESL fly me from home to Katowice, and then and then PGL paid uh, Bucharest back to home. They each took like a one oh, way. Oh, so in the you long didn't home. have to return to the same location, Jason? I couldn't. I couldn't with PGL because I was flying straight from Katowice. So I, d- oh. I just had I just had them buy me a one way from uh, Krakow to, to Bucharest, and then Bucharest to Grand Rapids. I just said straight I see up. How it is. I can't do it. <laughs> a bit of special treatment over here. They I were they were pretty understanding. They were pretty understanding. Wow, the players don't get that, but Jason Moses O'Toole. Well, you know that's how it, that's here, that's yeah. how it works, baby. Wow, it's not it's not what you know, it's who you know. Who so, you know? Uh, yeah, fucking hell. Oh, is anyone is voice. anyone going to hop on the train with me and think that Simple's return is going to be underwhelming in Falcons? Oh yeah, you hear this last week's episode? Oh, yeah, he did. did. He put. I, he had a comment in the fucking yeah, Discord. Yeah, because he's, he, well, you kind of fra- phrase it in a shitty way. Like. I did. I didn't. Yeah, I was. Look, I was a little tired of the little day, but you know, I don't think he's actually going to suck. But I think it's going to be so underwhelming. I think it's going to be so underwhelming. Well, what do you think he's going to come in and play like Donk? No, I, I no, I, I think he's going to come in, and I don't think he's going to be as. I think the expectations around Simple's return are going to be so high because he's the best player of all time, 
And I don't think he's going to get close to matching that level. And I think it's going to be, I think it's unreasonable to expect him to, but I think in general, the the public and fans are generally an unreasonable group when it comes to those kinds of things. And I think his performance is going to be nowhere to near anyone is expecting or excited for. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm just excited to see him playing again. I don't really have any expectations of how he's going to play. And I don't think that this team is going to be a good representation of how good he could play. Um, so I don't know my, my, that's why before when I was making the comments about this whole move, it's like, okay, well, he's, you know, he's getting back in the server and getting back in form. That's all I see this as. I just see this as like a thing for him to gear up and make sure that people know, Hey, look, I'm playing and I'm ready to join a team after this major ends. Like I'm back. Cause we know he, he made the comment right in Katowice that he was going to return after the major. That's all this is to me. Like, I don't have any expectation of goat simple. Okay. You have, you have no, ex- and you have no expectations for this Falcon stand in. It's, it's yes, all. I have no expectations in life right now. Like, <laughs> I, I just, it's, I'm fucking apathetic to it all. All right. By, cool. the, by the way, I think for the showdown, I know there's a, there's a team coming to bootcamp at our place and then they're going to relog to play the showdown from there. So, I don't know if oh. because what would make sense for Blast would be to put all the teams there. Like they have the room to fit at least all the teams that need to travel from somewhere else there. So yeah, I just now saw that there's 16 teams. I thought some wild idea they could like get them all there and just play on LAN or something, but probably not. No, probably yeah. not. No, probably not. Probably but yeah, I don't know about it. I mean, it's just I don't I don't wanna like uh, read into it too much either. It's just a fucking showdown. He's playing as, the, as a stand-in. Like, we don't know who they're going to be playing, right? Like, the bracket isn't out yet. Yeah. You know, but I think I just have a hard time seeing Simple suck, right? Like, that's the that's the problem. I think he is going to play well individually. How he's going to look on that team, how the team is going to look, you know, I don't know. But... I think he's going to be fine, right? Like, I think this as a return for Simple is just underwhelming as it is, right? That he's a standing in for Falcons, right? Would have been better yeah. to see him on a full team or something like that, so. I don't know. Right. Well, if the comeback was like, if it was like, oh, he's joining a team full time and it was like a, a heavy hitting team, right? Maybe maybe then I would be more in your camp, Jason. But I, I guess my expectation is tempered but his legacy precedes him, right? So people are going to have the expectation that he's just going to come in and be, Absolutely. you know, mauling everybody. But that wasn't even really the case towards the end of the Navi days, was it? Like, I'm not sure what his stats are, but it wasn't like we had Goat Simple playing as Navi went international. Things were pretty rough around the edges, I thought, for the entire team. I, like I said, I don't, I, I'm not sure what the stats are. Maybe I'm well off, but um, he's been on the bench since November, right? Late, late October, early November type thing. So it hasn't even been that long, really. That's that's my that's my other side of this too. Is like this isn't much of a break. I feel, you know, like this wasn't a long time to chill and reset and and get your shit straight. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what length of time Maybe I would I would have expected. Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, pretty much. We've we've heard that from plenty of pro players who have like retired and, and bounced, come back because they're just like, "What am I doing? I don't actually know what I'm supposed to be doing anymore." <laughs> Maybe just, he's having a midlife crisis. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's, Maybe. there's Maybe. a Maybe infestation. Start a club. There's an infestation. Yeah. 
We can start a club, man. We can me and Simple. Who are, you want to join? Jay- no, Jason's got his life together. Yanka, your life's kind of together too. You're fucking adult. You'd be both adults. Who else could join my midlife crisis club? Maybe Henry. Justin if he doesn't get a team. Henry's there with you. Yeah, give Henry. Yeah, a spot. Henry's there with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, this is the Raga problem. Raga wants well. he it's takes like, over his culture. Was <laughs> this is no this is him buying like a you know a ferrari or something you know a convertible ferrari or something he's driving around with the windows down he this is he, australis is his midlife crisis it's his chance that's how he can turn this whole coaching thing around from north to og to australis it's gonna be fucking huge but <laughs> I, I i don't know like i i'm looking at all these free agents and stuff and i don't even want to start um speculating on where they're going to go like i'm so it's so much matters about the major too yeah Yeah. and it's only like if you take a look the opening stage of the major starts in 20 days 20 days that's really soon i need to figure out what i'm gonna do stream or something come on over yanko come come do some podcasts from jason's room you can sleep in his bed yeah it'd be great (laughs) yeah maybe i can can hang out for a podcast or two or something We'll yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you a room. I'll. I can. <laughs> I can book my own room, Jason. Thank you. Should we? Well, Jason. Jason said something to me while we we're in Romania uh, regarding something we could do for our Discord. I don't know if we want to talk about it. Maybe we should talk about it off air. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, drop Let's talk any about names, it off air because there's there's some, uh, yeah. I'm gonna try and get something going, but uh, I haven't gotten the response quite yet. Um, oh, so you did email? I did. Sa- I did respond. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. I'll try all and right, make something enough. happen. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we'll leave that one. Uh, hopefully, it's something that the people in our Discord can, you know, partake in. I'm just scrolling through the Discord right now to see if there's anything of interest. People are asking so many questions all the time. It's great. You know, sometimes I'm answering, sometimes I'm not. Yeah, I think the, it's cool. the, like the there's not too many of them, so you can always go back like the next day when you have more. Sometimes, like you know, I'm not at the PC that much for like a day or two, then I get back and like reply to a couple of questions in a row. I'm not gonna lie. By the by, the, the last week in Romania, I was so fucking fried. I was I was like absent. I was just like I couldn't I couldn't do anything. I was like, AFK. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. there's didn't like do, MR- didn't do. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple of MR12 questions. Do you like it from a talent what perspective? From a talent perspective, we fucking love it. Oh, it's fucking amazing. From <laughs> shorter a days, shorter games, right? Like from that, oh my god, you know, from purely that perspective, yeah. But I I feel good about it, man. I think it's. MR12 is fine. I think the conversation. Yeah, that's the only thing that you can talk about is that whether there should be a fourteen hundred loss bonus at all. Uh, yeah, a little tweak to the economy might help. But this is this is the thing. If Valve get enough data and they're not happy with how the game's trending, then they will look to change something. I think the other one that people have as a sticking point right now, and something that we probably. Uh, agree with is the whole best of three situation uh, versus best of one situation but that's also something that you know unless the the players are able to shake the tree that is valve that will never change so that's another thing that i just feel talking about that we've spoken about a hundred fucking million times like smashing my head against a brick wall <laughs> um but yeah other than that it's it's always just the same the same talking points isn't it there's there's i'm just looking if there's anything new and exciting going on the new update, people have positive things to say about the new update. I know it's been out for a while now, but, you know, it takes a while for us to get that data. We've still been calling uh, it the new economy for like three, four, five years or something. 
<laughs> pretty sure it was 2018, wasn't it? Yeah, we've been going nuts on the new economy. 2018. What new economy are you talking? Are you talking about when they made the change with the pendulum as yeah, opposed to the, the, the hard the, reset? The blue shell bonus. Yeah. Yeah, that was really annoying in the beginning. I guess it's kind of leveled out now that people have a better grasp of the type of rounds and everything that they can play, which is which is nice. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, All right. Do you want to wind it up? We've been going for an hour and a half. It's yeah. a pretty good time. I think we're going. We, going. we got anything else we want to talk about? Is there anything like to just round out the RMRs like for Europe? Not, I mean, more or less, it's all there. Like we we touched on it. Like Falcons and Astralis are the yeah, big ones. Ecstatic making it with also Amcal nine pandas. I guess those are the big. I don't want to talk about Amcal. No. They, Jason Jason says he hates the Entropic Core. They got me started on the wrong foot at this RMR. That that game versus Nip. oh with the NIP. Yeah, game. it it really yeah. it really tilted me off the face, especially because Henry fucking messaged me at like the beginning of the first overtime. Like he was he was in the other stream, and Dinko and I were casting this like our first first map third over three overtimes between Nip and Amcal. Some of the worst Counter Strike I've ever casted. And Henry and Anders casted two 13-1 games in the space of that. They were starting their third of four <laughs> games. Happen. Oh well, we were on our first map, and Henry just like messaged me to laugh about it. Like during during like the overtime, what and I was dick. just like. I know it fucking. I'm not gonna lie. It did tilt me off the face of the earth, but they they got me started on the wrong foot. So I'm I'm good with it. You know, congratulations, you made the major. Uh, have a good time with it. That's all I got. <laughs> it was a really rough game. Like it felt like both teams <laughs> I, didn't want to win. I was laughing because like I like I was sat there during second overtime and I was like, this might go on forever. Like both these teams don't know what they're none of them <laughs> are doing was anything. In hell at that point, <laughs> I was just like, this could actually just go to like seven overtimes because none of them on the T side are actually doing anything on the map. It's just there. Yeah. It's just like it's just it's just here. And and then I and then when the game finally finished, I like I opened up Twitter and like Flush had tweeted like this is some of the worst Counter Strike I've ever seen. And I was like, all right, thank fucking god I'm not going crazy. Thank god I'm just yeah. I was like, thank god I'm not just like jaded and bitter and angry. I think Chad you even tweeted like don't don't take any lessons from this game or something like that. And I was yeah, just like, okay, show your kids. <laughs> I was don't like, show your kids that game. Yeah, it was a rough match of Counter Strike. Like, it, and and people seem to be attesting a bit of it to the pressure. Um, oh, I hate that so much, bro. Fuck off yeah. already! Like everyone's uh, so what? Like everyone has some sort of pressure. Like you, you will have like something going on. Like, like we're not gonna still be talking about this. Like you know, after it's been a topic for years and years now that people have kind of realized it, and, and and it became a topic. Like you just need. It's just one of those things. Another things that we add when we. Um, evaluate a team right and when we rate them like it's map pool it's you know individuals firepower it's dealing with pressure like your mental game right like it falls under your mental game really mm. where's the where's the pressure for spirit do they they don't have any pressure but they're just if they lose it's okay well zontic says they don't have any pressure they don't they don't they don't even know that they're on the stage really. he did hit that note pretty hard in katowice as well yeah, no, but th but this is obviously the qualification for the major, right? So it's, yeah. it's more being framed in the sense of like players, you know, I don't know how many smokes you should be missing, but there was quite a lot of that going on. Uh, I just uh, put all the stats together for the LCQ Group A and Group B. How many times do you think over the course of the three groups, I guess, uh, Inferno was played? Two, three? Uh, I didn't see it much. Over the, both RMRs and the LCQ? Uh, both RMRs and, and the LCQ. Seven times. 
nine. It was played nine times. The next was Mirage, only played 13 times. Vertigo, 15 times. Anubis, 15 times. Overpass, 20. Fuck me. Nuke, 20. And Ancient, 23. They're fucking ruined. Inferno. They need to make it. Like you said. I'm surprised Mirage is so They need to make it larger. Yeah, they did kind of ruin Inferno. The, fa- the fact it's also the most T-sided map from all of those events at 60.7%. The next most T-sided was Anubis, which makes sense. Inferno it, is, is the, the most, most T-sided? Yeah. I'm assuming, that's of, most. I'm assuming that's because of how many saves come out on the map that CTs just don't really go for rounds, I would, I would attribute that yeah. to. Yeah. And then the other T-sided map for the events were... Wow, Ancient was T-sided, just like 50.8, so it was basically just 50%, and then 54.8% for Mirage T-sides. Nuke was CT-sided. Overpass was the most CT-sided. Vertigo as well. So that's just some some fun little map stats. We love There goes There goes my fucking dream of Overpass leaving the map pool. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. Fuck, fuck it. Just fuck off with the best of ones. That's the problem. Like, just get rid of them. Any... You know, we have good seeding. We can do a different format where it's all best of threes. We don't need fucking triple elimination, guys. Just, you know, they don't need three chances. You know, they don't need to have to lose three <laughs> times to be eliminated. Just lose two times and you're out. That's Four times enough. for some teams. Jesus Christ. Yeah, four times for some teams. Four times. Yeah. For four was pretty yeah, good. it's yep. fucking like... I still so hate that. silly That's because now it's money. now it's became now it's become the norm because we've been using it for so long. There's like viewers who only ever watched Swiss system at at these at the majors. You know? Yeah, we've been using it for a while. It's crazy. What was the first one we did? Was it uh, Katowice? Was Katowice the first Swiss 2019? It was before that, was wasn't it? it? No, it was in in London as well. It was before Facebook. that. Yeah, so and Facebook. it was it was at the E League ones too. Yeah, it was. It was at the E League. Yeah, ones, yeah, right? yeah, it was in Boston oh too. We've been using it for a while. So since 2018. It's horrendous. I, th- I think 20, well, 2016 or 2017 is when it first came. Just do the formats that fucking ESL uses for Cologne and Cato. Like, because it's not GSL four-team groups, it's eight-team groups. So, like, even the teams get, you know, like, it gets mixed. Like, if you lose, you can play a team from the other group, like, in the lower bracket or something like that. If that's what's bothering people, that you could play the same team twice, you know, like, or whatever. I don't care. Just, like, we can't be having best of ones anymore because I think I do think like that becomes a little bit crazy. Then and you play two best of ones on day one, and I don't know. And and with with MR twelve, like the, the, the with MR twelve, the time that it takes to finish a match is, is so much lower, especially if it's like a thirteen six or thirteen seven or even like a thirteen one. It's like you know some of those games at the at the RMR were done in like twenty five minutes. It's like you don't. You no longer need to do. Like I understood the argument for Bo ones when it was like a scheduling situation, but we don't really have that issue anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any positive messages we can leave our our, our listeners with? Anyone got anything that that? Because I feel you guys started the conversation positive, and I feel I've broken you down and brought you to my level. So, do you have anything that you'd like to say to put a smile on anyone's face? Liquid's gonna be boss tonight. Well, uh, you know, could have. Tried. To, I felt it was more on a human level, Jason. But oh, a human no, that's level. That's good too. Just, uh, he's helping some humans, just, some just Americans. Keep it to an ACS. Uh, a human level. Uh, a human level, Jason. I'm not so good at the human level thing. Fuck. All I right, got guys, nothing. Well, yeah, we're out. We're done. I'm on empty. Yanko, you you got anything? 
I can just say uh, to anyone who is struggling at whatever, this too <laughs> shall go. pass. You know. Ah, oh, that's a that's that was Tom Hanks, wasn't it? Wasn't he doing one of those round tables with a bunch of other exactly. actors, and that was yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, you know. How that make you feel, Chad? Did that help you out? This too shall pass. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, let's let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. Peace.